0: be the last place quote by them maybe the last place that comes to mind when one thinks about national innovation and leadership in regional planning as a highly conservative state utah boasts a staunch property rights faction along with a true western disdain for all things related to government control with its strident skepticism of global climate change and jealous regard for local control of all land use decisions it would be surprising if utah surpassed more liberal locals in its progress on regional cooperation and its adoption of quality growth ideas and yet that is what has happened
1: crazy other states are watching <laughs> crazy us be manipulated like, I hope being you guys it. just read that <laughs> that's insane it's a yeah. jealous regard for
2: local jealous. I mean that's
1: the, but this is but this is what I'm talking about like you like it, you would never expect this stuff in Utah yeah and yet this is we are leading and, and, mm-hmm. and this is why because nobody knows the article yeah this is a UNLV article talking about Utah, and a, a progressive article talking about how brilliantly Utah has manipulated the people.
0: Yeah. So that Through
1: Envision Utah. Talking Envision about Utah.
0: using, they call it the Utah model, using Envision Utah, Utah's model. It.
1: And welcome to We Are The People Radio. This is your host, Jason Preston, with my lovely bride, Alexia Preston. Look look at the camera. I, I didn't fix my hair. It, it looks good. Um, it so, looks good. All right. It looks good. That's look at the camera. Good. Let the people decide. Okay. All right. See, even St- even, our, even our team says, the oh, team gives you the th- green thumbs, oh. the thumbs up, so the, you know you look good. The green thumb? You, you want to be environmentally friendly and look good? <laughs> <laughs> what is even going
2: on today? <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> what is in that cup?
1: Let's keep that to yourself. Oh, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Well, let's get to it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, because today is an awesome, it's always an awesome show. I don't always say it, but today, last time we came in, we talked about Envision Utah. Part one. Part one. That was part one. We laid out the framework of all the dirty players here very, in Utah.
2: Very entry-level,
1: welcome entry to level, the party. Entry-level, welcome, welcome to the dark, figure out the dark side of the state of Utah. <laughs> it has a very dark side. But today, uh, we have Chelsea Hope back again.
2: So, and we should <coughs> actually say this is a. Four, we didn't say this last time. This is a four-part series. This is a four-part series. So there is a lot of lot of information to unpack, as I'm sure you could tell from the first show. You can't
1: expose all the Utah corruption in one hour. Yep. I mean, that's going to take a lot. That's going to take a lot of shows. That's going to take all the hours. That's going to take day. all the hours. <laughs> they tw- spent years building it up. Twenty-four so, hour telethon. So, but here's what we're going to be talking about today. Because you'll think about Utah, right? Back 20, 30 years ago, Utah was like so on fire for freedom. Like you know, Ezra Taft Benson, Cleon Skousen. Like you know, even the Mormon culture, very much like you know the, the the Book of Mormon and Moroni, and standing up. You know, Gadiant and robbers, and aware of you know conspiracy and corruption in government, and uh, very a very patriotic, probably the most patriotic state. Are you are you are you just looking at your hair over there? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to have a conversation, and you're over there looking at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Wait. You do look beautiful.
2: <laughs> I thought they were gonna no. Cut they're, to...
1: no then now they're going to cut to you. Now you're busted. I'm in the middle of talking about all this corruption, and you're over here checking out how beautiful you look. <laughs> all right, back what? at it. <clears throat> back at it. What? How did Utah, which was like the most patriotic state for sure in the entire country, right, right, how did it go to being so asleep? <clears throat> Politics is downstream from culture. Well, today, Chelsea is going to talk about how our culture has been manipulated. Mm. That's Mm. what's crazy, is they've been manipulating our culture so that our culture would be, hey, let's go back to sleep and not worry about it and allow the corruption to grow. Because you cannot get corruption. It's hard to build a, a, a network of corruption in a state where people are all looking for it. You put the people to sleep. You get them to think nothing to worry about. You get them to be able to say, "Hey, let's just be friendly. Let's not worry." All of a sudden, corruption grows. So, it and- actually reminded and- me because I think um, <clears throat> I think uh, Governor
2: Cox actually made a there a statement. There was a news article about the the, the dangerous culture war, war uh, in Utah. I'm trying to remember the article. Um, do you remember that it was recently that he came out and he said that we need to be nicer in this culture war? Was it Cox?
1: Said that. I'm, I'm sure Cox is, Cox is Cox. I'll find the article. All right, let's so, put a pin in that. So put a pin in that. We'll come back to it because we're in plenty of time to talk about this today. So before we jump into it, make sure you're following us on Rumble because uh, we're only with YouTube for so long until they catch on to our our ways. Uh, you can follow us at We Are The People UT. That's for all of our Podbeams, Pod whatever, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Find us there. Same with Instagram. Um, we Are The People UT. So. Follow us, go, like, share, and uh, this episode is, is brought to us by Castle Rock Interior Solutions. They do residential and commercial tile flooring. Uh, these guys have been very good to us, and uh, like I say, we've got a lot of great people in the state who are committed to getting uh, truth out, com- competing with the garbage media out there, because as we exposed in the last show, and if you didn't see the last show, go back and watch it. It's called, the thumbnail says, uh, Traitors or Saints, I think. And it exposes the players. But one of the things it exposes is the media. The media is involved with all this stuff, and we're going to get into that again. So, without further ado, Alexia, do you want to introduce our guest? Absolutely. Welcome Let's back, go. Chelsea Hope.
2: There our, she is. Our incredible wealth of information, mind mapper, <laughs> mind blower. Uh, you're Keep just, going. I <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, keep up that the was praises. Good. That was good. <laughs> mind mapper, mind blower. What else? Let's go. She's she's just all around incredible. And I can't tell you. Well, part one, we said you're the most requested guest by far. I we've Our phones have been blowing up with just feedback. <laughs> and, and not just saying how great the information was, but hey, by the way, I have this piece of information that ties oh, it all together. yeah, it's been awesome. awesome. So yeah. there's obviously, we're just peeling back the layers of the onion here. We're at the very outer shell but between what you're going to show us today and the next two episodes and what people are just calling in with so we can field through that i mean it's we're exposing yeah, the dark
1: web very dark mm-hmm. so yeah today's exciting so welcome thanks chelsea hope
0: thanks for having me back and i you know, i appreciate the viewers and tuning in and sharing cuz it's you know it's how we wake people yeah, up yeah
1: and pl- and please share because here's the thing is we're competing against against mm-hmm. corporate media that is all part of this yeah i mean KSL, I'm sorry, you know, the, the Deseret News, you think that's concerned with their part of the system. Mm-hmm. They will not share this stuff. The only way we wake people up is by getting this type of information out. So please share it. Yeah. Um, let's, let's get it out there, light it up, and let's bring these people down.
0: Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's go. Awesome. All
1: right, Chelsea, what do we got today?
0: Okay, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but just in case, um, I found it interesting. I think it was within a few days after we recorded our last episode, and we talked a little bit about Mike Levitt and John Huntsman Jr. and kind of the connections with China and bringing China in, China in through our inland port. Um, They kind of got busted, and there were some articles that came out and was all over the news about China's infiltration into Utah. And our Utah policymakers, and into our schools. Um, so I just wanted to show people real quick. We won't spend too much time on it, but in case you haven't seen it, there's an article amid strained U.S. ties, China finds unlikely friend in Utah.
1: Surprise, surprise. Yeah,
0: I'll share the in the show notes the links to the articles, and um, you can go back and watch it on Fox News. But our one of our legislatures was on there as well, talking about it. And uh,
2: and one, but the article itself, the the Associated Press article was actually calling out several of Mm -hmm. our legislators. So we're actually planning on doing
1: a show just on that one article. There will be a whole show just on Utah and China. And the ties. It's going to blow you guys away. I mean, it'll blow you away how bad Utah and China are.
0: Yeah, very. Um, So, and that's another thing to realize is, too, when we talk about the infrastructure and kind of the digital system that they want, want like we have before, it's hard to wrap your mind around that digital surveillance, but we talk about China all the time. That's how they do it there. That's how they've implemented their communist system there and track their citizens. And then we find out that China is absolutely here. So when we talk about these things, just keep that in mind. China's influence has been here. And and
2: side note, I think right now, there's been a lot of news articles about this recently about the southern border, having a massive surge of Chinese Mm. nationals, men, specifically men coming over the border. So they're infiltrating Every which way. And yeah. we will break, get, dig into all that yeah. when we do that China
1: show.
0: Okay. Um, so, yeah, their, their global campaign, they've won friends and influence policy in Utah is what this t- talks about. China's global campaign strikes a chord in conservative Utah. And I
1: think you could say the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, is what we're talking about. Let's be clear.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, they've made favor with Utah lawmakers and... Uh, Some of our state officials have delayed legislation and nixed resolutions that would have conveyed displeasure with the Chinese government. So, um, won't spend too much time on this, but you can see she was on the news as well talking about Chinese government influencing Utah legislation. So, that is going on. Um, Let's see here. Okay. So, this is from uh, the Brookings Mountain West Institute at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. And basically what they've done is they've created a document where they analyze It's called the Utah Model Lessons for Regional Planning.
1: This is awesome. Right.
0: Um, it's basically a analysis of Envision Utah specifically and how successfully they have basically manipulated the people into imp- implementing these global So this agendas. is where
1: I talk about, <clears throat> at the beginning of the show, we talk about culture. And yeah. how our culture has been. Th- this is straight manipulation. Mm-hmm. So you want to figure out how did we change from a state of people who cared about freedom and, and, and very patriotic people to a bunch of sheep? We've been manipulated, and and this is a document <clears throat> done to, to, to basically showing how successful yeah. these, the, the, the envision Utah has been at at uh, manipulating the people. Yes. Let's go. This and is awesome.
0: Then we're going to get into their own documents, Envision Utah's, to show you the, this the is, process. This is nuts. Okay. Um, so they call it the Utah model of collaborative planning. Again, this is by the institution, all this, right? Their analysis. Envision Utah found success by not only tapping into people's shared values and aspirations, but also because of its significant public engagement, use of convincing, unbiased data to demonstrate the need to work regionally, and ability to garner broad buy-in from important stakeholders in the community. Um, Just so you're aware, and you'll see this when we get to their documents, but Envision Utah, what they do is they have kind of a, a model, a system, where they do surveys, they get input from the public on what it is they, they want, their values for the community, this what is makes them, it's, it's right, marketing. marketing for the things that the people are looking for. And then they put those into positive, pretty fluff words to make you think that that's what they're offering. Yeah. They engage with the stakeholders. They put these scenarios together. Then they give you these if-then statements, the rural locals in its progress on regional cooperation and its adoption of quality growth ideas. And yet that is what has happened.
1: Crazy. Other states are watching <laughs> Crazy. us be manipulated. Like, I hope you guys it. just read that. <laughs>
2: that's insane. It's a yeah. jealous regard for local. I mean, that's
1: the, but this is but this is what I'm talking about. Like you, like it, you would never expect this stuff in Utah. Yeah. And yet, this is we are leading, and and mm-hmm. and this is why because nobody knows. So let's go. This is yeah. this this is I mean this is phenomenal content.
0: Yeah, Utah. Oh, let's see. I just read that. One of the largest smart growth, again, the smart growth, go watch other videos, planned developments in the U.S. is taking shape on 95,000 acres of Salt Lake's west side. Cities all over the region are- So
1: this is the U.N. stuff. This is the the World Economic Forum Smart Cities.
0: Mm -hmm. Cities all over the region are developing plans for transit-oriented development, again being pushed by UN and World Economic Forum, and dense town centers. Political savvy and public education to affect a shift in the attitudes that people have about sprawl. Instead of being on the receiving end of a regional authority, most public entities have voluntarily and on their own timeable adopted new zoning or other regulation that encourages choice, in the housing market, including affordable housing and multifamily housing, denser and more connected neighborhoods, as well as a transit-oriented development coordinated with the construction of the transit system. This sea change in attitude is coming from the public, as well as the professional planners, is backed up by the support from many developers, and has been incentivized by pre-existing state and regional transportation planning entities. The Utah Transit Authority. which is connected to the, uh, partnered with the Utah Department of Transportation, which is responsible for the digital delivery throughout the entire state, and the two metropolitan planning organizations, the Wasatch Front Regional Council and the Mountain Line Association of Governments. So there's those association of Mm -hmm. governments again, which aren't really all elected officials in government. Um, Let's see here. Can other regions match the success in their own planning efforts? Although there are many different forms of regional planning and governance, the lessons that transfer most clearly to other places are applicable in all of them. So pay attention. To dis- so
1: Utah is going to be the model for other states and how to manipulate uh-huh. the people and get the people that want to be enslaved.
0: <laughs> yeah. Envision Utah has managed to stay on target for almost 18 years by continuous organizational capacity building. Uh, continuous public engagement, and that's a big thing with the World Economic Forum is they talk about getting the public engaged and involved, getting us to buy in to our own prison system, basically. Um, What better than to have us help build it and make it easy for them? It requires effective ongoing public relations and sophisticated representation of reliable, complex, and convincing data. Um, Envision Utah context conducts a professional sur- survey of the local values before beginning any particular project. The results are used to tailor the language of the public process and frame the pr- proposals and principles so that they are widely acceptable. Um, and then is spend time initiating and maintaining the right political setup. Although the Utah model is known for its inclusive processes, getting the buy-in of key grassroots players before starting the process has been a formula for minimizing resistance. What's
2: brass roots?
0: I think they meant grassroots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they meant grassroots. If they meant brass, I don't know what that is. But they want us uh, helping to implement this. Um, but they do this before starting the process using their formula that we we've talked about for minimizing resistance. Maybe brass
2: way. is somewhat authority. And it's a play on words of grass because grass is from the people and brass is from the authorities. I think that makes sense That's
0: possible because notice how it's in quotations. Yep. One yeah. One of the things that I haven't really pointed this out, but if you go back in some of the other episodes we do and you look at some of the, the slides, you'll see certain phrases and words and quotations. And they do that intentionally because they know it's a manipulative mm-hmm. phrase. Even they quote it. And it's like they're showing you that they're doing it, mm-hmm. but people don't catch on. Yeah. yeah. So you're probably right. Um that's, I I mean, read this. but
1: that's it. Package all proposals and principles to appeal to the values of the mm-hmm. community. And that's where Utah is so easy to manipulate because we have such strong values,, yeah. such a strong value system of of being good neighbors, of being mm-hmm. kind, of being generous, of being trusting. you know trusting, trusting. yeah, And so they use those those print those words and those values to manipulate us.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Oh, see, sorry, I made these bigger. Uh, To summarize, Utah, through the efforts of Envision Utah, has become an unlikely leader in regional planning developed through a voluntary partnership of key leaders, agencies, local government, and the general public. Lessons drawn from Envision Utah's regional visioning process, which we're going to get into, can inform and guide the efforts of other regions as they work towards implementing regional policies that will support the economic vitality and livability of their regions.
1: So I think a good example of this is Governor Cox. You brought him up earlier. Um, the flag thing, which is, is an issue happening right now. We know Cox is behind the new flag. And one of the ways he you can see him manipulate culture is he says, wow, there's been so much spirited debate on, on this. And I love to see all the different people coming up and, and, and getting involved. And he uses his cute little mm. voice. Yeah. I yes. uh, <laughs> can't say that.
0: <laughs> edit that out okay. if you want that. or it is
1: <laughs> saying it like it is but but then he comes and says but some of these but some of these people are so contentious and they, you know and, and some of these people on the, on the extreme are so contentious but he yeah. uses that he uses they're contentious like, mm-hmm. in other words that's bad, yeah. You know, and so it's 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 manipulating the culture because then mm-hmm. the p- people in the culture say, "Oh, contention is bad." Therefore, challenging the governor and the flag is bad.
0: Yeah, and you see it with you know the critical race there and everything else. It's oh, that's that's racist. That's it's all wordplay and word salad that they use. But
1: Utah has its own special ones. I mean, uh-huh. the racist works for most of America, but Utah has its own like contention. We don't want to be mm-hmm. contentious. We need to be nice. So
0: And community values. Right, so
1: Utah, they're very good at manipulating the culture of Utah. Mm-hmm. The Utah way. The Utah way. The Utah way. Okay.
0: okay, so this is an audit that was done by the state on Envision Utah in 2000. And again, we have the Smart Utah Foundation as well. Um, in addition to receiving some state support... The three organizations are similar, so they're talking about the uh, I think the Western Government Association, uh, Smart Utah Foundation, and Vision Utah. All are nonprofit organizations that fuse government agencies with private corporations, public-private partnerships. Toward this end, all have promoted themselves or have been described in the media as public-private partnerships. So, just to remind everybody, if you watch part one, the media again sits on the board. Of Envision Utah and a lot of these agencies. Yeah, that's kind of so, a big deal. Yeah.
1: Which is why this stuff has to get out, because the media will never talk about it. The media's in on it. hmm And which is why the media pushes the Utah way, pushes the whole narrative of, of kindness, of, of, you know, all the little Utah buzzwords that keeps people asleep.
0: Yeah, yeah. Instead of fighting for what we know is right, we're willing to accept things that are... You know, bringing the light down, bringing God down, and bringing our freedoms and constitution down for the sake of being kind. Yes. So, um, so smart Utah educates citizens, educates citizens. Sorry about electronic commerce and electronic government. Um, they've had over nine hundred thousand in funding. I think this was this was yeah.
2: two thousand two. So
0: this audit was in two thousand. This was just between nineteen ninety five and nineteen ninety seven. So almost a million dollars in two year time frame. So they're getting lots of government funding. Okay, so again, this is done by the audit auditor. Envision Utah favors incentives for compliance to its strategy rather than mandates.
1: In other words, bribe. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Envision Utah has not lobbied for mandates. They do lobby for policy, but not for mandates. They don't do that to enforce its strategy. Rather, it favors offering incentives for compliance, yeah. whether it's legislators or the public. And they like to offer grants and subsidies as if it's, you know, your tax dollars, as if it's theirs to give to you to, right? So generous. Um, Envision Utah has provided benefits to the citizens of Utah. <laughs> the Envision Utah process has increased the focus and discussion on growth issues in the state of Utah, while some critics... Okay, so again, this was back in 2000, and people were noticing this back then. While some critics argue that the organization has attempted to promote a hidden agenda... It has created a forum for valuable discussion. Uh, Let's see here, it was created, I don't remember what QGET is, but it was created for Envision Utah. It's now available to to government agencies. Finally, Envision Utah has secured some federal grants that have been shared with state agencies. Uh, The most significant was a transportation and community and systems preservation pilot program. So again, a transport, um, Cox has brought um, federal transport in, and then we've got the pilot. Utah is the pilot program state. Um, and when they can't get things implemented through policy, they just create a pilot program for it. Um, so a That's grant, how
1: ranked choice voting got started it's exactly, here, too, was, was a pilot program.
0: Uh, and they just extend the sunset date, and it never goes yeah. away, right? Um, a grant from the Federal Highway Administration, Envision Utah, received $200,000. Another 225000 Anyway, shared money with several other agencies. Okay, so now we get to Envision Utah and their specific documents on everything we were just talking about. Okay. This is the Regional Visioning Guidebook. And mapping the course for successful community-engaged scenario planning. Okay, so a clear set of principles... Um, Developed through a broad community process and incorporated into the comprehensive plan can provide a framework for determining whether proposed developments developments fit with the desired community character and help achieve the community's economic, environmental, and social goals. That is ESG. Right. Right? Scenario planning helps the public and today's decision makers understand the long-term consequences, the consequences they want you to think are there, of the choices they make now.
2: And this is all current stuff that's on the website now for Envision Utah. This is
0: cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, as part of the Sustainable Communities Grant Program, and again, Sustainable Communities is the UN agenda, There's Sustainable Development Goal Number 11, Envision Utah was selected as the leading team to build capacity and scenario planning processes, tools, and techniques. It's a nonprofit, nonpartisan public-private partnership that facilitates informed public involvement to explore land use, transportation, and environmental uh, solutions to the challenges presented by growth. Led by a diverse and influential board, Envision Utah's open, this not-so-transparent grassroots (laughs) approach (laughs) inspires trust. So it inspires trust.
1: And it has done that. People trust Mm
0: -hmm. it. They want us to think it gives us a voice and draws on public values research scenario analysis and powerful technology and community visioning
1: what's wild is she's going to show you how they actually find our values mm-hmm. like this is this is straight marketing I mean this is straight manipulation I mean this is not I mean this is what they've done to manipulate the people is is it's incredible I mean what they have put into it, it's a business it's yeah. literally a, a, a business that is invested Brilliant marketers to figure out how to manipulate the people of Utah, yeah. so that we could be the test state for the UN. Yep. I mean, that's what's crazy. It's not a conspiracy. Is, no. is what's this is so radical what they're doing that it's almost unbelievable. You think it must be a conspiracy, but yet right here, this is Envision's own website. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going.
0: Yeah. Okay. So their val- so values again. They'll do <clears throat> surveys and, and they will try to um, they get you to determine your fears and what you want. Um, and then they, through a process of like laddering questions and answers, so they'll ask a question when you give your answer, they kind of guide and direct the next question. To get you to a point of where they're telling you're telling them in your own words what you want. So I want to feel secure, safe in my community. And they or- do
1: this for enough people in the community that they understand what the community's fears are, what their concerns yes. are, and then they know how to handle the messaging to get to manipulate the
0: people. Uh-huh. And they they use the the words that you use. Right. They specifically pay attention to the words that you use, which
1: is why you hear the governor using words mm-hmm. that are very Utah. Yes. It, because it is literally the Utah way.
0: Right. So then they engage with the stakeholders and they they, uh, gather data and they create these scenarios, these if-then scenarios, which I'll show you. But here you see they get with the stakeholders to fine-tune the public message. And then they do storytelling. So they construct a narrative of the preferred scenario that communicates future vision. Communicate the goals, strategies, and tactics to successfully implement your vision. This is in, this is envision Utah's vision, not well, public's right. vision, by the way. Provide recommendations to policymakers.
2: Who well, many of them are?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I- exactly. Uh, values research is used to identify and frame the issues to be included in the visioning process. Select key scenario measurements, which we'll get into. Communicate choices and kind of the consequences of those choices, and if you need to change your, your attitude or the way you think about it, and explain the vision and its benefits in ways that are personally relevant. Explain its benefits in ways that are personally relevant and carry emotional impact. Values research is, I do this twice, sorry, I did it twice. Okay, so here, in many communities, common values include so these are, these are phrases that they've got from you in these surveys, like phrases and senses or words that you have used. Personal security, peace of mind, family love, belonging, which we see that a lot mm-hmm. in Utah in the education system, belonging, accomplishment, and freedom. Um, what's the difference between values research and a survey? Surveys tell you what people care about or want in their lives. Values research not only tells you what people want, but also why people care about or want it, and the words they use to describe why. Without the why, you can't make your message personally relevant and emotionally impactful.
1: So one of the things you'll notice is there's a lot of organizations, uh, media, you'll notice they use these a lot of these this, this phraseology, these buzzwords, uh, these buzzwords mm-hmm. here in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, it's... They are, they, they've got been taught and there a lot of them are on this. They're most around the board, the organizations, media, and they're pushing that narrative. That's why you're going to hear those words mm-hmm. through a lot of organizations and and the media.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the whole, you know, transgender push <coughs> in the schools, it's, it's to the kids, you know, we have a group where you can belong. Right. They a use sense the same buzzwords to get
1: them to accept whatever we give them.
0: Yeah. Uh, Values research starts by understanding what regional attributes or characteristics have the greatest impact on quality of life through a series of values laddering interviews, so the question-answer thing, uh, with key members of your community. These one-on-one laddering interviews explore in-depth the thought patterns and associations people hold about a particular subject. From there, the research identifies the functional and emotional benefits that result when those things are present or absent in one's life. And finally, the research results are mapped to show connections between attributes and the interviewee's personal values. So basically, what they want to do with the infrastructure and our education or health system, they map that out, and they show connections to your personal values, right? Um, Understanding the linkages between levels is critical to crafting effective communications, positioning, and messages. After identifying the values, they are then, quote, tested by conducting a statistical survey with the public that prioritizes the values and helps determine which values matter most to your community. So here's the questioning, kind of where they guide your questions and answers, uh, utilizing a specialized research methodology called Values and Strategy Assessment, or VISTA, uh, Whirlin conducted over 80 in-depth laddering interviews around Envision Utah's 10-county area focus to find out what residents value about living in Utah with the objective to guide the public, community leaders, and policymakers in making, quote-unquote, better informed uh, I think, decisions. Sorry, I cut that off. Uh, The original question begins at the bottom with focus on the attribute. Through probing questions, the answers are provided that eventually work their way through functional consequences and personal consequences, which is the if-then that we'll get into. Um, Finally, to the individual's personal value behind the original answer. This exercise is done for both the positive and negative attributes people identify in their community. The values laddering helps to identify each respondent's pathways or evolution of thought.
2: So, which is w- go ahead, baby. I, I was just curious. So, this is survey work that they were doing, mm-hmm. right? What what is their survey group that they're are these focus groups? Are these? I'm assuming
1: all adults or Def- definitely probably a very expansive focus group. Mm. I'm sure they spend a lot of time in- and money. Oh yeah, and and this is why for us. Like when we we're running for office, or or this content, what 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 do they what did they use to try to take us down when we were running for office? This is not the Utah <laughs> way. These he, outsiders, oh, they're, they're mean. Yeah. You know, Jason's mean, and and it's contentious. Well, you know, and it's, then they, tried again, to they call us porn
2: stars too. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> probably did a focus group on that one also. Yeah, but, but no, again, it's it's they use the, the they find the keywords. What are the things that people in Utah are, you know. You know, they don't like meanness. They like kindness. So let's, let's brand this content, this podcast, this brand. Oh, it's mean. It's contentious. Oh, it's, you know. Extremist. Extremist. They what? So, But <clears throat> it's not just words they just pull out their hat. I mean, they mm-hmm. do this research. And that's why you see the governor. You see all these different politicians. They'll use those same words. Mm-hmm. Anyone that tries to bring up com- information to call them out, they'll use those buzzwords, buzzwords that the media, that doesn't even know they're being, mm-hmm. or that the public, that doesn't even know they're being manipulated. Yeah. They're using buzzwords to specifically trigger them. Emotionally. To make, emotionally. Emotional. To say, oh, we shouldn't watch this content. Oh, he wouldn't be a good representative because he's mean. Well, wh- wh- what did he do as mean? He simply called out corruption. <laughs> yeah, He pointed out problems. But then they did a focus group and they realized
2: them. that people actually <laughs> wanted a fighter. And then it was interesting. The oh, this campaign, sudden, it became the quiet
1: fighter. But, but again, what they do, they use the keyword quiet, nice, nice, the nice guy. fighter. Yeah.
0: And you hear community values a lot. And it's like, well, it's not our values, it's their values and what they want to implement. But again, the whole, you know, the transgender stuff, again, like, be kind. Right, because... Your community values are to be kind and accepting and, and foster a sense of belonging.
1: But what about values of truth? Right. What about values of freedom?
0: Yeah, they don't what want it, to talk about those. Right. We,
1: we, those values are not pushed down on us because those values would, would, bring, would, would alert people to mm-hmm. them right so so it's it's we're going we're going to elevate certain values above all others mm-hmm. so niceness contention are far more important than truth and destroying and ruining your kids lives and, and pushing homosexuality and and pushing you know these trans this these, these uh, puberty blockers and mutilating these kids and destroying our borders and and actually you know destroying our dollar and collapsing the country those all fall below the highest value which the highest value is kindness mm-hmm. and and let's all get along. Those are the most important things to focus on. All these other things—they they, they're not, they're less important. That's the way that we're mm-hmm. being manipulated, and, and sadly, the people can't see through right. because they've done this. They they've they've th- because this work that they've done. This is brilliance. I mean, this is mm-hmm. darkness. This is darkness at its most brilliant level.
0: Yeah.
2: Although, if they did a focus group in Florida and they said we were porn stars, we'd probably be elected.
0: Yeah. Well, and they'll even <laughs> use words <All> right. like... <laughs>
2: Thank you, Alexia. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm still thinking about that, apparently. All right, Alexia.
0: <laughs> they'll use words like freedom and, you know, freedom and um, choice for housing to push in affordable housing. Yes. Or opportunity, more chances of, op- you know, opportunity and choices for... The transit system, though they don't tell you that they're getting rid of cars,
2: right? Right. Or it's like school right. choice, where it's not really yes, you have a choice, but eventually, you until won't. we
0: tell you what you can, you know, you have to use the funding for, you right. don't get it anymore, right? Yeah.
1: All right. What else we got here?
0: Okay. So this is the word. You can kind of see how the words, um, all the words that they collect from you, um, spin off of each other into kind of a vision that they can create. Um, and again, they take your values and them into commonly used words when communicating about the process it's important to communicate using the community's words
1: and ironically again who's on the board here then all the major media is on the board of yes. vision utah uh-huh. yeah, so legisl- and your legislators your reps so again you have your media you have your legislators you have all your influencers all pushing the same thing and this is the blueprint of what they're doing in their own words
0: mm-hmm. And then understanding value, uh, values of Utah's helped to shape the future scenario development. So, the scenarios we'll talk about in just a second. And those scenarios were modeled to determine the impacts of certain decisions on community values. Um, this talks about um, them having creating scenarios where they have a better understanding of the impacts of their decisions and talking about how they, so, in a situation, they were able to re- reevaluate those decisions after they were done manipulating them to determine if the community was headed toward a desired future. I don't want to talk to... I know we're kind of getting close to time, so I'm not going to read all of these, but you can pause and read them if you want. But here's some of the words that they use. Peace of mind, feel safe, the people save time, right? So I have the transit right near you, and 15-minute city, everything right there. Okay, so these words now... This is how the World Economic Forum... This is a white paper for their ESG, and this is how they... ESG is the same way. These word, this value system. Um, and this is where you start to hear inclusive, right? Inclusivity, diversity, equity. Okay, so here's the scenarios that if, then. Um, let me bring up an example here. If our population doubles and we protect our watershed, then we enhance our recreational recreational opportunities, which is the positive right. words that they got from you and preserve our drinking water. If we don't protect our watershed, then we compromise our drinking water and love our canyons to death. So they must have gotten in that area, how much they love their canyons and hiking and recreation. Right. Um,
1: you know, just the, you know, what sticks out to me here is, is the boldness, the, 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 the brashness of these people that they're so confident in the way they've been able to manipulate the people that they're that they're putting it it's right there on their website it's mm-hmm. right out there in the open for to teach other states yeah. how to manipulate their people i yeah. mean it's like if this is how you do it Didn't you, you, we you, expose you do all this? the research and then here's here's an example of how you how you manipulate it, you know the research you've done into scenarios mm-hmm. if this then this this is a playbook that that envision is utah is giving to the rest of the world How to create your 50 how how to integrate into into this digital or um surveillance state
0: yes yeah didn't
2: we expose this a while back for elections that utah was the state where they were then going out and teaching other states
1: oh yeah 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 where did mail in voting i mean utah's the start of all that utah's the hub for for a a lot of the fraud that's
0: coming out yeah um if we double our population and change our growth pattern, then we will preserve our character and quality (laughs) of life in Cache Valley if we double our population and don't change our growth pattern, then we will lose the character and quality of life we enjoy in our valley.
2: Character and quality must have been great
0: buzzwords. Yeah. Use the framing community issues worksheet to help frame your community's issues with if-then statements. This like is the tyrants, tip for them. Here is
1: the tyrant's work playbook. Yeah. <laughs> tyrant's <laughs> guide to being tyrants. <laughs> this is the playbook for secret combinations. Literally.
0: <laughs> so this is how they communicate the message. Um, as part of annual public awareness campaigns. And that's another thing you guys is they're using our tax dollars in bills that our legislators are passing to do these education campaigns where they get to use our money to manipulate us and quote unquote educate us on how we should feel or think about implementing these things or not.
2: And back to elections again, remember the Lieutenant Governor's uh, response to yes, election integrity? Yes.
1: When when after after people said, Hey, we there's a concern, we're concerned. And then they said, we don't have money for it to fix it. We don't have money for audits. And then she comes around and says, well, well, the real problem is not not election integrity. The real problem is misinformation in the public. We mm-hmm. need to invest in educating the public. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, you see billboards across the state on yep. on this, how secure our elections are. I guess exactly. we've been educated. <laughs> We're <enough>. educated now. <laughs> All right, go on. This is, I don't want to yeah. run out of time.
0: Okay. Um, Envision Utah coordinated newspaper advertisements, guest op-eds, and television and radio spots, which, again, they sit on the board. So to help educate yeah, the Deseret public. Deseret
1: News is in on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they KSL are.
0: And, and KSL and all. Of them. Yeah. And Tribune, of course. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Tribune. <laughs>
1: <That's>, I actually <laughs> think Tribune is the least of my concerns. I, I'm more concerned about the Desert News because at least the Tribune you know is mm-hmm. bad. I mean, the, the Desert News and the is. KSL are worse because they're the wolves in sheep's clothing. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see to educate the public about pertinent issues and their possible consequences. Educating residents is critical for inform, informed public participation. In the planning process. A good working relationship with local media has resulted in ongoing news coverage of our process and has provided residents with regular process updates. A baseline scenario tells a story of how regions and communities may change over time if current policies and practice practices continue. So this is the scenario baselines Um, baseline production helps participants in a visioning process ask themselves if the community is heading toward its desired future or if some changes are in order Uh, key phases of community engagement include building overall community awareness or trust and buy-in gathering information through workshops and other means Um, so to answer your question Alexia yeah they do they'll do surveys they will also do the um what'd you call it again
2: Focus groups. Focus
0: groups and, like, workshops where you'll have, like, the public come in and look at the scenarios once they've developed them and, like, put a chip on which scenario they want. And, yeah, you think that you're actually, as the public, engaging, making the decisions when you don't know they've manipulated all those scenarios. Um, Help inform and shape the process. Widespread community engagement builds momentum for implementation. Um, So here's just a few... Uh, like an example of a finished product that they've come out with. Um, Enhance existing towns and cities and maintain individual community identity by encouraging inward growth and more compact development and buffering community boundaries um, with agrarian and natural lands. So, yeah, natural, but again, that's the compact tight end city housing pushing you towards 15-minute cities. Encourage mixed-use neighborhoods and town centers that include a variety of housing options that allow... There's your housing options that allow individuals and families to live close to where they shop, obtain services, go to school, work, and play. Uh, 15-minute cities. And I love the
1: word that allow. That allow. They're allowing
0: us to. A 15-minute city. Sounds
1: like a great
2: place to live. Sign me up.
0: Develop clean and sustainable industry and good-paying jobs close to home. Provide a balanced transportation network with improved roadway connections, enhanced public transportation options, and streets that encourage bicyclists and pedestrian mobility. So again, getting rid of our cars. A Fifteen balanced, minutes.
1: Balanced, tr- you know, a balanced, not extreme, mm-hmm. balanced transportation. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, the words are beautiful here. I mean, it's on obviously this is really brilliant.
0: Yeah. Protect, preserve, and improve air quality, water quality, wild, wildlife habitat, agriculture land, and scenic beauty of Cache Valley. So let's protect the air. Let's go green, right? Um, maintain and improve access to recreation. I don't want to, let's see, expand local recreational systems, providing small parks located near where people live, and linked by trails for walking and biking. So again, the walking 15-minute communities. Um, close coordination among local government, school districts, universities. So it's all all of this was pushed towards a 15-city scenario, but all using the words that they got from the public, right? Right, right.
1: It's Brilliant.
0: Yeah, so they bring in municipalities. So, um, again, straight from their own documents. So mayors, local, they go. You'll see Envision Utah all the time, whether it's water, education, health, infrastructure, energy, at your cities and counties talking about these plans and agendas.
1: The schools, yeah. hmm
0: Nonprofits. And you'll see here youth groups, Uh, A lot of these youth groups are like the racial justice, social justice, activists-type groups. Um, uh, Congressional liaisons, the public sector, so like the health department, state legislature, and state departments.
1: Didn't see that coming.
0: And, of course, the transportation department. I know, right? Um, So, again, one of their fostering a sense of place and local identity, increasing transportation access, improving access to opportunity, so I know we're kind of getting close on time here. Um, this is one of kind of the finished white paper products for the transportation. Uh, Utahns envision safe communities that make life convenient. So that's what they're going with to push the transit. Um, you've got the goals here and the key strategies. So accommodate all Utahns in a safe, attractive, and neighborly communities. I know we're short on time, so I'm gonna. You guys can pause this and read through this. But just notice the same type of language, right? Um, what are
2: we comparing what to what? No, that's just this the, this is just the white paper.
0: Yeah, this is, this is basically the scenario. Um, after the scenario is kind of like the vision that they put forth um, that you guys all helped create, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all 15-minute city language and affordable housing, high-density yeah, you've it got to right. you've
1: got to go back and watch the 15-minute city. You've got to Please. know what, who the World Economic Forum is. You have you have Please to understand do. what they're trying to do here, what the what these uh, global um, new world order what they're trying to create.
0: Yeah, benefits of centers, the state of parking. Uh, you can pause and read this too. But enhanced health, more options for clean, efficient, and convenient travel. Um, talks about how. We really don't use our cars that much. And they've actually talked about with these public infrastructure districts um, uh, reducing the amount of required parking that would be necessary. So pushing us out of using cars by not even allowing, like, the parking spaces that we're used to. And you'll start to see, you know, we have to pay for parking more and more.
2: I think you actually sent something to us not too long ago where it was doing the analysis of parking lots. I'm like, oh, we, we don't really use parking uh-huh. lots really that we well. We don't
0: really use them. I'm
2: like, have you been to a Vasa parking I lot? I can never and, find and a spot. <laughs> yeah, literally, we're yeah. not using parking
0: lots. So what Utahns are willing to do, because they get you to buy into this, to achieve these goals, Utahns are willing to design communities to more to be more convenient for pedestrians and cyclists, even if driving becomes slightly less convenient.
2: I mean, what about winter? What about like half of the year Are we really, are they expecting us really to be pedestrian, pedestrians all through winter?
1: Put on some boots, slave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We want you on the transit system because, again, 15-minute city, digital ID, ESG, they control when you get to travel and...
2: I guess they should
1: expand y'all and so, nothing so and be happy. So it's so happy. good they know what Utah's willing to do. What else we got here?
0: They're willing to build mixed-use centers with apartments and multi-story buildings distributed throughout urban areas. And they are even willing to have more local traffic congestion if destinations are closer together and overall drive times decrease.
2: I don't want more congestion. Are you kidding? They didn't pull me. I don't think they pulled most people if they're, don't. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah. So
0: this is, you know, Unified Opportunity Commission and our governor. And um, for the technical anal- analysis, they have the Wasatch Front Regional Council and the Kempsey Gardner Policy Institute. Um, so go back again. and watch Envision Utah Part 1 involved, right? Uh, local inv- stakeholders. We've got our, our uh, legislators. And then down at the bottom, us mere peasants, the public at peasants. large. Yeah, the The public at large, the grassroots movement. Okay, so guiding our growth, again, um, this is a, a, they like to call them, you know, your future, your Utah, your area, your Utah. Guiding our growth, this is an Envision Utah group.
2: That straight up looks like the new flag. I know,
0: right? Yeah. Um, Just so you're aware, the effort is funded by the generous support of the Utah State Legislature. So, thanks for all your tax dollars, guys. <laughs> uh, um, and I think, you know, we're pretty much near the end on these documents. Um, this just shows everything they're involved in. So, agriculture, air, disaster resilience, education, energy, housing and transport, all of it, water. Um, so, we will get more into uh, the, uh, I know we didn't have time to go over affordable housing and transit. I'm so sorry. We'll but I. Really, not do it. Really wanted to go through those documents so you mm-hmm. realize what they are doing and how they're playing with us manipulatively. But we'll get into the affordable housing and transit next time and some of the energy awesome. and stuff. So
1: awesome. Uh, well, hey, we're gonna wrap this. Appreciate everybody for watching. Um, I, I mean, I'm telling you, my, my mind is just boggled. I'm, my mind's blown. Away. I'm literally just—it's unbelievable. It is yeah. really unbelievable, and it's and it's all right there. So I mean, it's just the audacity that they're so bold in what they're doing it's just that they're not even afraid to put it out there like this mm-hmm. is how it, this is the the tyrant's blueprint basically this is the blueprint for how to have a secret combination how to over you know take a country's or a state's freedoms away
2: yeah mm-hmm. so, so chelsea you said we have this is part 2 of a four part series can mm-hmm. you give us some coming attractions on what we can expect in part 3 and part 4
0: yeah, so we're gonna have to do the uh, affordable housing and transit, obviously. Um, but we'll we'll mix that in with some of what's going on with the energy, um, and the water. We're gonna do some water updates. I know mm. that there's a lot of people are wondering what's going on with the water, some of the bills that they passed on the water. Um, They're centralizing power, um, and then part four we're gonna get into and. I apologize ahead of time if we have to go into five parts, (laughs) but (laughs) we've got to make it all fit. But either part four or five will be um, the mental health and education. Um, Lisa Logan is amazing. You guys should find her on Twitter and follow her. She's got a lot of stuff on that. But um, there's a lot of of dark, dark stuff going on with the kids, things that people still aren't quite aware of in our state, and the daycares and the mental health system going on and how they've kind of tied that to education but um, they are targeting kids sexually now between the ages it's called zero to three Uh, by the age of three they want them in that system of you know gender identity exploration and uh, so we're going to get into some of that too but Envision Utah is very involved with that as well so
2: and from what we heard also since the first episode dropped uh, Envision Utah has actually got their tentacles in the state flag also so we're going to dig into that. A little bit more for some
1: of our next shows. Well, I'll leave with a quote from uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci. Da Vinci. That's what I got you, baby. What (laughs) do I do? Nothing strengthens authority so much as silence. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this type of corruption happens because nobody's watching, because nobody's aware. I mean, that's why they they put it out here because they know nobody pays it because we're so checked out in our phones and being entertained, which is why they, just like the Romans, they want us they, they, they want us caught up in, in, in the games and, and uh, in Bread and Circus. It is, it is time to just take a break from the Bread and Circus to check off away from our phones and start paying attention to what's happening to our country uh, because we, we can slow these people down, we can throw roadblocks, we can scare the daylights out of them. And I will tell you, these people are afraid of us because they know when enough people wake up, th- that we can stand up and we can stop them. Yes. So we are not powerless. We can stop these people. This con, just this content getting out to enough people, and some of these legislators getting wind that we know what they're up to. You're going to get some people to have cold feet and say, "You know what? I don't want to be associated with what's going on. I don't want to be associated with with this country." I- some of these con- some of these legislators don't know. Mm-hmm. Some don't know the nefarious things happening. So. You know, that's the neat thing. We live in a time where the end, each individual has an ability to shape the future. Yeah. And because we each have the technology to, to broadcast and to have this information. So we live in a time that is incredibly powerful where one individual can literally bring down a tyranny, like Alexander Scholz said. So don't underestimate how powerful you are when you not only like, but share this content and push it out there and talk to your neighbors we do have power to take this, 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 this corruption down. We are not powerless. And um, what a time to be alive. And, and thanks for sharing all this. I mean, like I say, my, mind's blo- my mind is literally blown. Um, and I'm sure same with our listeners. So, Chelsea, you're amazing. Uh, you God amazing. bless you. God bless you for, you know, all the time you put into this, all the effort you put into this. Uh, we get texts from her at literally three in the morning, like every other day. And I'm like, does this girl sleep? <laughs> no, no, she doesn't, but she, but she's doing this for you. So please like share, subscribe, get it out there. Um, talk to your friends. Like let's, let's, yeah. let's us change culture. Yeah. Let us be the ones who take our culture back. Mm-hmm. Cause this is a cult. Utah is a culture and will be again, a culture of people who value freedom. That's our culture. We're not a culture of, of, of sheep. So, Till next time, part three three is coming. Awesome. So, thank you guys for watching and God bless everybody and good night.